0: I'm Shannon. I'm Mark. And this is Dirt Sailor, the podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. We also have Facebook and Instagram pages under Dirt Sailor Podcast. Happy Throat Punch Thursday.
1: Happy Throat Punch Thursday.
0: How are you doing today?
1: Incredibly well. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking.
1: Once again, the rest of the world's not...
0: No, it seems like there is a lot going on, whether it be threats against our our Congresswomen and men, or just general craziness.
1: That'd be a threat against our number three in charge.
0: That would be. China has threatened Nancy Pelosi if she goes to Taiwan because it gives legitimation to Taiwan. And China believes that it is not an independent country and it is supposed to be theirs.
1: Well, here's the way Mr. Simple Guy feels about that. As long as we're friends with them and we trade with them, I would go into Taiwan, like somebody else has said, in broad daylight and have them throw a party for you. She is the number three. We may not agree with her politics, but she has the backing of 300 million people, I'm sure she's ours, she's U.S., China needs to regulate themselves.
0: Yes, they do. Absolutely. But they want to be the foremost superpower in the world, and they have been working on that one bite at a time.
1: One Biden at a time?
0: One Biden at a time. Yeah, no, not just one Biden at a time, but one bite at a time, whether it would be... Having, taking over the solar industry, taking over manufacturing of, of important components, taking over strategic islands by infusing money, and then slowly taking over those islands, taking over the commerce. So that way when they don't trade with us, we are hurt by it. So they have been working on that for decades. And we're going to be in a bit of hurt.
1: Absolutely, and it's even harder for us to do anything with or against them during this current administration, knowing that they're compromised.
0: Well, right, they just allowed the the sale of strategic oil, our strategic oil supply to a particular company in China that Hunter Biden has ties to.
1: Correct, and when you have a meeting with the Chinese leader, and you basically don't talk about the fentanyl coming across the border from their country, nor all of the other dealings like the Wuhan lab, then we have an issue.
0: Absolutely. It's a, what is that, a horse show or a dog and pony show? Dog and pony show. Dog and pony show. Yes,
1: and that's geopolitics because you have folks back in D.C. that make all their millions and billions off of warmongering and trade at the expense of the American citizenry and our balance sheets at home, that all they care about is that little island there called Washington, D.C.
0: Yeah, it is its own island.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Surrounded by politicians.
1: Yeah, what I'm seeing now and what I'm hearing now is there is a transfer of wealth from the American citizen to oligarchs by way of Chinese trade and other types of weapons deals and trade around the world. And those are not my words. Those are the words of the experts within the industry that know exactly what's been going on for decades. And unless we pull somebody in power again who's a populist and it can actually maintain control and not lose control, we're never going to grab a hold of this dragon's tail and reel them back in.
0: We've made a lot of bad decisions and who our leaders are and who we allow to come to power, some through voting, some through money, some through continuing to do business with people that we don't believe should be in power, and then in some regard complain that they're still in power, but we have elected officials who are feeding the war machine because they have over and over again sent money to countries who are quote-unquote war-torn. So who's benefiting for the, the war in Ukraine? Who's benefiting when we shut down certain strategic pipelines through various countries, whether it's through oil, which as a side note, with the oil being shut down, the pipeline from Russia to Germany, they've actually started rationing who can have on their their um, housing, heating, or cooling systems, depending on what they're running Making food, refrigerating your house, depending on, not everyone has uh, AC units there, um, but a lot of the households are powered by oil, and they've started shutting the commoner down.
1: Well, that's who you beat up on. Isn't it interesting that when you have to go to war, who do you call on? The commoner. The commoner.
0: The common folk.
1: When the common folk go through something like, we'll just take close modern times, Agent Orange, and other chemical warfare or um, misplaced earplugs that are incorrect for the person.
0: Oh, like the 3M earplugs?
1: Yes, or other situations like that, past and present. It's the commoner that suffers. We wait for the commoner to basically pass then we decide to go ahead and give them money but there's not very many left so the end result is corporations win commoner loses
0: isn't that the truth it is
1: so which direction are we heading in today guide me (laughs) guide you guide me down the non-slippery slope
0: well let's keep talking about the person i brought up not too long ago hunter biden So there is a Republican oversight committee that is attempting to follow Hunter Biden's money trail and try to see, you know, who he's done business with, each person that he's done business with, each entity. And they are being blocked, and they typically are. Generally, whomever is in power is the one that really truly holds the investigative powers And so these House Republicans have flagged suspicious deals that actually the banks flagged first. So they didn't just go and find them. The bank said, hey, this money deal doesn't look good. But then it was still allowed to happen. So he has actually had many suspicious foreign transactions. And they've been looking back since 2018. I'm sure the clock's going to run out on a lot of these, whatever our federal look back period happens to be for each of these but the republican oversight committee is attempting to look into what he's done and who knew about it whether or not his father knew about his dealings even though we've seen text messages that have come out and emails that have come out that show that big joe the big guy has known about what his son has done because they've each slipped tens of thousands of dollars continually to each other.
1: Of course. Basically what you just said is on the island, the dog and pony show is what you get. And depending on who's in office at the time, laws, rules, and regulations are non-applicable because they just bounce the football back and forth to each other. And they'll occasionally hold one or two low-level people to account. But the big dogs, so to speak... Always walk.
0: Oh, and that's true. They pretty much always just walk.
1: Well, of course they do. Because if you look at our number three in our stock trades, which we've talked about many a times, they walk. She looks you right in the eye and tells you, basically, none of your business. So, yes.
0: Well, and if you look at apparently even the FBI, so there's an FBI whistleblower who has come out and said that the FBI played a role in attempting to scuttle... Um, stories about hunter biden so they worked to stop news stories in the media so why would the fbi care about what's happening in the media i know sometimes they all scratch each other's back okay i'll give you this big break on this story if you hold this other story or we we need more time that sort of thing and i i do get that to a degree but the fact that they've had intel on hunter biden for a very long time, and his dealings have been pretty significantly open, the FBI is working with all of these individuals. They're using our law enforcement arm to help pull whatever they want to pull and do what they want to do. Of
1: course they are. That's why the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, and other organizations like that that have been around a long time are unfettered, so they can basically do whatever they want. And if you listen to the senator from New York, Schumer, when uh, Donald Trump became president and he was talking about draining the swamp, do you recall his phrase?
0: I don't recall his phrase off the top of my head.
1: Well, kind of paraphrasing. Watch out, they will come get you.
0: Well, and lo and behold, they did because apparently even Fox News has said that they are going to stop carrying things about Trump on their media platforms. So why would you want to stop a former sitting president, from being able to get out any, any information at all.
1: Because they do not want the populace to run again in 2024. Nobody wants him. Regardless of his tweeting and all his defects, they don't want the positive side. And all of these entities that I just mentioned want somebody like that to go away so they can continue business as usual, make their millions to hundreds of millions, and we can move on. And and just to add a side note to that, the CIA, what is their job?
0: Well, they're supposed to be overseas or over in foreign countries. Some of those countries are not overseas, but they're supposed to do their intel, pickup gathering, information gathering, and sometimes they even play a role in the politics that are happening if they might not be conducive to the United States in the future.
1: Right, and it springboards back this way, back over to our waters, and their job is also, if there's any senators, congressmen, or American citizens playing into treasonous things or taking money from foreign entities, the CIA is going to know about it. So you darn well know that the CIA knew about Hunter Biden. They've known about the big guy and the big guy's brother, the entire family, the mafia family, so to speak. They've known.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, I'm not, I do believe that they have known Yes, and if you look at what even the FBI has been called out for, and I know that's a different entity, but what the FBI has been called out for and what the Secret Service has been called out for, the CIA is just not getting called out for it because we don't necessarily know what we don't know, but we kind of do know that they know, you know?
1: You know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. That's why one of the first things that a populist president must do when he takes office is all of the top leadership has to be fired. When he took office next day after inauguration day, every one of the top leadership should have been terminated.
0: Okay. So a lot of those individuals end up uh, resigning anyway. Usually when you're appointed by one uh, president, then as soon as you know the new president is taking over, you submit your resignation and move on. But some of the jobs, the career jobs, they're harder to fire people. Right. Well, he
1: ended up keeping some of the carryovers from the previous administration, and that was a mistake. Yeah, the career people are just, some of them are just as corrupt at the higher level. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Doesn't mean you can't make your new worker transfer into one of the worst positions they could ever have.
0: Actually, you can't make somebody do it. <laughs> You can't transfer them into the worst position because that's retaliatory.
1: That, that's not retaliation. It that, is that's retaliation. simply promoting them. No, it's retaliation. It's you can't do that. It's giving them a promotion.
0: Can't do that in the federal government. They want to make sure that the worst people stick around. Yeah,
1: well, then you go in and you help change the rules or you see exactly how strong an executive order is. See if they're for real or if they're fake. Yeah, well, a
0: lot of some are executive orders and executive actions. Some are based in law, and some are not based in law. They just make it up as they go. So, for instance, Biden, after the fire that happened in New Mexico, so I don't know how many of our listeners know, but there were prescribed burns, uh, in order to stop big wildfires from happening. That were done by federal employees. In New Mexico. So they had a lot of prescribed burns. They made some mistakes in what they were doing and the decisions they made. And these fires got out of hand. And they ended up burning uh, hundreds of homes. They ended up just taking a complete toll on the land there, people's cattle land, farmers, all just all different uh, groups of people. So what Biden did is he came out and gave his little speech and said that the federal government was going to take care of the people because it was their fault that their prescribed burns got out of hand and torched all these people's homes. Well, it turns out that there is a law on the books for the federal government that says that you, being the person who lost their land or their house have to pay a 25% co-share of whatever it is that's being replaced, if you needed a new well because it burned or your house, etc. So when Biden came out and signed his executive order or said his little speech that the federal government was going to 100% take care of everything, turns out not to be true. Turns out he can't just say it or he can't just sign an executive order and make it so because it's not the law. And I find it absolutely crazy that the federal government can spark one of New Mexico's biggest fires, I think, ever. And they're not solely responsible for the damage they caused.
1: So wouldn't that go to all the contaminated water on military bases across the country as well? Their problem, but they don't want to fess up nor help 100%?
0: Well, apparently, thanks to our congressmen and women at some point, they've decided to put people, the the low guy on the totem pole, as regular folk on the line for what the government did. And that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone.
1: Nope. Blame the commoner.
0: Yeah, blame the commoner. So I guess it was the largest wildfire in New Mexico's history, and now people are on the hook for their When was that? So it happened... This year.
1: Oh, not when the smoke jumpers died then.
0: No, that was in Arizona and that was some okay, years it was Arizona. ago. Okay. But it torched uh four hundred and thirty-two houses over five hundred and thirty square miles. And when the president came out, he said, Today I'm announcing the federal government's covering one hundred percent of the cost, and then nope, turns out they're not. Yeah, so it turns out the president can't just, you know, decide. To run counter to whatever the law is, even if it would be a good thing. So our
1: presidents aren't kings.
0: No, they're not, but sometimes they act like they are. Yes, they do. Yep. Just like when when, uh, Biden claimed that the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 would not raise taxes on those making less than $400,000 a year, it turns out that the Senate Finance Committee went to the joint committee on taxation who is nonpartisan who goes over everything that's coming out and what the impacts are turns out that that's also not true taxes will be raised on people making less than four hundred thousand that's why
1: generally politicians are non-truth tellers so and he's not an accountant so he wouldn't know he was just listening to what somebody was telling him to say some talking point
0: right someone's just talking in his ear saying this is a good idea and he's like oh well they said it was a good idea so it must be true
1: And if he tries it and it makes his numbers look good, then it was good. If not, then he failed on that.
0: And then he'll just say, oops, my bad, and move on because we've allowed him to move on for 50 years. We've not ever held him to account for anything that he's done, including in the early 90s when he criminalized um, a lot of drugs. And it was a lot of lower socioeconomically disadvantaged people because it was the cheap drugs and not the expensive drugs. That were wholly criminalized. But he's here to be the savior of people who were jailed by the policies that he championed.
1: Yes. Speaking about cheap drugs. So Pfizer is an American company. And Flynn is an English company. Pfizer sells drugs to Flynn. So Pfizer, just here within the last few days, was fined. 70 million pounds for overcharging the NHS, which is the oversight for national health care system or national health system in England. And it's kind of sad and pathetic what they were overcharging for.
0: What were they overcharging for?
1: It was a life-saving epilepsy drug.
0: Okay, so I do have a... Question, concern, thought process, whatever you want to call it. I have a lot in that area. So if they, if Pfizer is out there to make money and Pfizer gives a price, Pfizer says we're going to sell this drug at this price per pill, per 100 pills, per 1000 pills, whatever the unit that they decide that they're going to sell at. And they own that drug. They own the right to make that drug. They've patented that drug. They went through all the research and development to actually make it as well. They spent millions in order, you know, they're hoping to make a lot of money off of it. Sometimes they win and the drug works and sometimes they lose and the drug doesn't work and they shelve it. So who are we... To decide that they should not be able to make money off of a drug that they invested their resources into for us to use in the first place.
1: So, you ever heard the term bait and switch? Yes. So, the original drug, well, what Pfizer did was they changed the name of it. By changing the name of it meant it was no longer subject to price controls. So, they raised the price to the NHS from $2 million a year to $50 million a year.
0: Because they said there was a new drug that they were offering, and it turns out it was the same drug with a different name?
1: Yes, and that increase in over a four-year period was between 780% and 1,600% higher than previously sold to the NHS for.
0: Okay, but they're the ones that accepted the billing for four years. Three years.
1: Well, actually, it technically wasn't Pfizer because Pfizer supplied the drug to Flynn, which is the English company. Flynn turned around and sold the capsules to wholesalers and pharmaceuticals at a price of between 2,300% and 2,600%, higher than the price previously charged by Pfizer. Problem is, it's socialized medicine. And they have price controls. For
0: them. Yes, Yes, for for them. And I know that they're trying to do stuff like that here, trying to allow certain negotiations to happen or to have certain price points. Medicare decides the government through the program Medicare say this is how much we're willing to pay. And then the companies are there or they're not. They're willing to accept it or they don't. And I, I, like, don't take this the wrong way. (laughs) I don't think that... People should be charged an arm and a leg just to get life-saving medicine. I really don't. But the other part of me does think if you put your labor into something and you worked very hard to put your labor into something and then you said, I am I made X, Y, Z and I want to sell it for $100 million, I can sell, you know, 100 million units at a dollar a piece. And maybe it cost you a penny, a unit, so you'll make a little bit less. You know, you'll make 99 cents a unit off of it. But you put everything you had into making that. Do you think that somebody should be able to come in and say that we have a right to have that, whoever we is, whether it's the government or an organized group of people, we have a right to that, you need to give it to us?
1: Well, and they weren't given it. They were paying what they felt was a fair price. And along with a lot of their other drugs and pharmaceuticals, generally when it goes from timed out to a generic, 99.999% of the time, the price goes down substantially for a generic.
0: It's really interesting how they they went about making sure that it was slipping under the radar.
1: Well, it's interesting too that, not interesting, but there's over 40 some thousand people in uh, London that... Depend on this drug, basically, to, for the most part, keep them alive.
0: Do you know what else happens in England? What? Apparently, if you retweet something that makes another person anxious, the police may come and handcuff you and arrest you.
1: That's nice of them.
0: Yeah, an Army veteran in uh, Hampshire was placed into handcuffs by the Hampshire police for retweeting a meme that somebody said made them anxious. So the police then went and arrested the retweeter. So I guess you can get socialized medicine and you can get arrested for retweeting things that make people anxious.
1: Is Canada still owned by England? I don't. They're, no. they're not but what I was going to get at I is don't they, know they
0: go they the they have
1: the thought police there too they yeah. do the exact same thing that's what they're wired the quasi-socialist same. folks do because they want a little more control than a capitalist or a representative republic but where I was going to go let's back up one the reason this fine to Pfizer was, really caught my eye was the fact that over the last little over two years, We have given them a waiver from lawsuits. We have allowed them to take an experimental drug and inject millions of people, and it may have saved millions of lives. We may not know that for years because the sum total of the parts, there may be some adverse reaction over time that takes more lives than what the original uh, thing was invented for.
0: Right, and we have a company that, the United States and various, in various states and localities, the military, as an example, federally, uh, they're mandating these shots be taken, and they're mandating follow up shots be taken. We're talking to the tune of third and fourth, and so on shots that are being mandated. And as things come out, like, oh, it turns out you're at an elevated risk for clots, but we deem that this is an acceptable risk. It turns out that you're now at an elevated risk for heart attacks, but we deem that this is an acceptable risk. But then there are things that they don't tell us for quite some time. So to your point is we will find out in the years to come, but it won't matter because they, they can't be sued. They won't be held accountable for anything that they've done. Even if they knowingly or unknowingly did it, there will never be anyone held accountable.
1: Well, I do believe that Pfizer was the company that invented a drug called Viox. I believe so. Yeah. And their internal memos, once they finally got caught... They knew that it was going to kill or make thousands upon thousands of people ill. And it took, I believe, between fifty and 70,000 deaths before they realized that there was an issue with the drug after they had already made their money, and they pulled it off the shelf.
0: Yeah, once the money was made.
1: Yes, and then the fines were such that they still made a bang-up profit. So that goes back to what you said. We understand the R&D. Some stuff works, some stuff doesn't. But at what cost? At what cost to human lives? What cost to human condition? And And
0: force costs too, because the government and various individuals have forced this to happen. So you can say, I'm not willing to take the risk, but okay, you're kicked out of the military, you lose your job. They were talking about giving dishonorable discharges at one point, giving people basically a felony on their record as the equivalent and that was supposed to be well that's okay because you don't want to take this forced medication that we don't know what it's going to do and in some cases when we do know we say well I don't care you need to take the risk anyway if you don't want to too bad take it yes so I don't know if you had to do this when you were in the military we're gonna segue to the military since I just touched on forcing you know certain things to happen in order to stay in but we're going to go in a a little bit different direction. So the Coast Guard had an enlistee that used a false identity. He used a false identity to enlist and then he has been a contractor for years as well. So federal prosecutors arrested a Texas man and his wife who moved to Hawaii and accused them of stealing the identities of two infants who had passed away very early in their lives. And they had been using these identities for decades, and they used the fake identities to, um, one, join the U.S. Coast Guard, and then, two, when the background checks were going on, they provided these identities for the man and his his wife to um, run these background investigations And I don't know what took so long because they've lived in Hawaii since 1994 and they've been using the false identities for decades, but something happened. Someone caught on to it eventually and uh, they were arrested, the husband and wife, and they are currently in the Honolulu Federal Detention Center and they will be going through and and finding out each charge that they will tack on because some of it they had... Lying on background investigations, lying to enlist. They had them apparently posing for pictures in KGB uniforms, but it appears that they were both wearing the same one. So one posed for a picture, and then the other posed Uh, for a picture in the same thing. They They both appear to have been born in the United States. They don't appear to have Russian connections but apparently with this guy's background he may have the connections to get some information in and out of the country it was just really interesting that is very interesting so yeah i guess they did it back in the 80s they they took these identities and then went on to live a new life i guess they were they were already married and they were having a rough go of things including having to file for bankruptcy it sounds like and losing their house
1: that's so what happens to you in Hawaii, even spies.
0: Oh, that was, yeah, that was in Texas. Oh, and okay. so then they stole these identities and then got married again because they needed their new identities to be married and then went off and live somewhere else so they could have a fresh start. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Crazy. But only in America.
0: Only in America.
1: So you went to, here's another military one for you. You went to Japan
0: that i did i was a foreign exchange student basically did a second senior year of high school so i'd already graduated high school here in the united states but i was young enough i was 17 so i had a visa to go for another year of high school on foreign exchange so
1: did you ever have the opportunity to learn about when there's a crime committed or somebody does something to somebody else and they get in trouble when they go to court it's kind of an honor system where you show remorse you may pay the person that you harm some money, and generally, if you're given a prison sentence, they'll suspend it. No. It's kind of a thing in Japan. Well, apparently, one of our uh, lieutenants, naval officer, he was just sentenced to three years for basically vehicular manslaughter. He, uh, f- according to the court system, fell asleep behind the wheel with his kids in the car with him. He hit a parked car, killed a mother, and a son-in-law. Well, his name is Ridge Alconus, and in reality, he had hiked Mount Fuji that day. So, what it ended up being, according to neurologists, was acute mountain sickness. Even with him using that in court, he offered. I'm not going to say the Japanese word because I don't know how to say it. It's basically an apology, and he sent them a condolence letter and also agreed to pay the families $1.65 million out of his own pocket. He appealed, and they denied the appeal and said he still must do three years.
0: They don't believe his medical reasons. I did hear about that case, and they said that the Japanese folks said that he didn't appear to have said condition or there's not enough proof of said condition, therefore they are not accepting it, and they accused him of falling asleep, which is akin to drunk driving.
1: All right, which is interesting, though. They normally take you to, when it's an accident like that, a normal lockup, and then they release you. Basically, I guess it would be a bail system there, too. They kept him in confinement for 30 days, and it took after 30 days for... The doctors to diagnose him with this acute mountain. Because yes, they wouldn't let him be seen. They would not let him be seen.
0: That's rather surprising.
1: It's very surprising. New York City. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So the New York City mayor has declared a state of emergency.
0: Aren't we always in some sort of state of an emergency now? That's like the way we get more power.
1: Yes. Well, and that's a monkeypox state of emergency because there's now 12. Hundred infections in the city. In a city of 18,867,000 people. So what this now allows the mayor to do, as you just said, is suspend local laws and implement new health rules.
0: Well, they learned that from COVID.
1: Yes, and I just did a little quick look online at the homeless in New York and there's approximately 49,347 ish, 41 to 50% of the homeless in New York city are drug addicted up to 20,000 of those out on the street are kids. So don't you think they should declare a state of emergency over the homeless
0: you would think that they would declare a state of emergency over what's going on with the homeless. You would think that I am definitely wanting all medical issues to be resolved and I don't want anyone to get monkeypox. It is terrible. But they are also trying to hide the fact that it is mostly being passed from male to male in relationships or, you know, actions, let's you use your imaginations. Um, the vast majority of cases are male-to-male, Right. the vast and majority. And per- that's
1: where they need to go to those communities and talk to them. The
0: community, because yeah. if it's passing in a certain community through certain actions, just like um, drugs, uh, what is it, hepatitis C, you can get from dirty needle sharing. Yes. Okay, you're going to want to try to get your community who's using dirty needles educated. You wouldn't go and educate 18-year-old sports stars who don't use drugs have to take because in California some kids have to be drug tested I think to play sports some schools require it so if they're drug testing and the kids aren't on drugs they would not be the target audience for talking about routine dirty needle sharing like you wouldn't just once a week give them an educational opportunity on that so when you're not talking to the affected party you're not really educating or stopping the disease from spreading And it is not a knock to anyone in that type of relationship. Um, But if you knew that you are at an increased risk, whether you're in San Francisco, because they've also had outbreaks or New York, wouldn't you want to know how to take care of yourself?
1: Absolutely. And here you have experts quote guys and gals that think they're experts and they're not searching in the right areas to get assistance to do exactly what you just said.
0: Because they, so they did come out at one point and say who was most likely to be affected. And then people said, you're, you're redoing the HIV scare of the eighties where you're targeting gay men. And that's not the situation at all. You're trying to allow people to know the community most at risk at this current point. And instead they did what they've, done best which is to hide information but now you're declaring a state of an emergency and you get to change the laws to whatever you think you is fitting for the situation even though you won't even publicly acknowledge and help people with what the situation is
1: they're backwards
0: it is it's all backwards
1: so i want to go back three steps real quick because i had i had a note out of place west virginia has just reached a $400 million settlement.
0: West Virginia? Yes,
1: with multiple pharmaceutical companies. They are blaming the pharmaceutical companies and opioid distributors with the main reason or a big portion of the reason why West Virginia is so addicted to opioids.
0: The overprescription of yes. it, and then when people were no longer allowed to get it safely, if you will, from a doctor, they turned around and started getting it off the street.
1: Yes, and I did not realize that they are the drug overdose capital in the United States. Eighty-one point four drug overdose deaths per hundred thousand people. And I um, tried to look at the numbers, but I would bet you this is another case where the fines four hundred million.
0: And they've made billions. They've probably
1: made billions.
0: So what good does it do when they still have... Who's the money going to? I mean, really, it's not going to go to the drug-affected people.
1: Well, according to the problem people, they say that they're going to distribute it to the most populated city centers that have the biggest problems.
0: Which would... I mean, it would make sense. But then the most populated city centers at this point seem to be the ones I don't know about West Virginia. Clean needles, come inject safely. You can have a spot for it. We won't arrest you. Easy drug access. So what are we going to do with this money? Maybe West Virginia is different than, you know, slums in California like San Francisco and Los Angeles. Run
1: by George Soros-funded cities
0: so they're going to take the money and give it to the very people who aren't actually doing anything about it anyway oh good job thank you pharmaceutical companies are getting fined to fund the same nonsense that's keeping people drug addicted yes wow
1: you want to hear a weird connection jeffrey epstein and harvard
0: Jeffrey Epstein in Harvard. Yes.
1: Do you know, over a 10-year period, he donated almost $9 million to a science department that was studying evolutionary dynamics. Evolutionary dynamics is the study of mathematical principles according to which biological organisms as well as cultural ideas evolve and evolved. This is mostly achieved through the mathematical discipline of population genetics, along with evolutionary game theory. So the dude was first arrested around 2006-ish.
0: Okay, 2006, and that was out of Florida. Yeah. That was when he was first picked up.
1: That was, but he was still able to maintain an office at Harvard up until 2018, Which one of the scientists there gave him key card and key code access to areas he should not have been in. So, watching one of the largest podcasts in America, Joe Rogan. Yes, um, I found out most of this and wondered why the heck they would keep him in an office till 2018. Well, c- turns out there's a conspiracy theory there. We're all into conspiracy theories.
0: What's a the conspiracy theory? Well, what
1: was then? Epstein known for?
0: Going after young women.
1: And potentially he Procuring was ho- them
0: and hooking up that.
1: a couple of these scientists with teenagers through either the CIA or another organization like that so that they could then go in and manipulate the scientists to get them to say and do. What do you want to whatever they wanted.
0: Not a surprise. I mean, that's an interesting conspiracy theory, and I wouldn't be surprised by it, because there were years of research, investigative journalism, all of that, into Epstein that was canned over and over again by new high news organizers and all of the top officials that it, the FBI, even so much as when the FBI ultimately did raid Epstein's, places that all of that information has just disappeared because he was said to have the dirt on every single person who visited so the fbi again doing the dirty work of whatever politician etc etc so i wouldn't be surprised if the top of the fbi was also getting you know girls because you have Ghislaine Maxwell, who is serving a prison term for procuring prostitution for no men. Weird.
1: And isn't that a pretty serious thing that she has done?
0: It is very serious. Procuring underage girls. uh, And then there were... She was trafficking across state lines, so there were many jurisdictions involved uh, across federal lines, too, because they were going... Um, outside of the United States and it involved the feds the FAA had records of people who were on board flight logs when he went when he came the secret service would have records going to Bill Clinton and whomever else may be involved any other high person with security they have records of Bill Clinton they have records of very high people but yet if you ask the secret service nothing ever happened there's no records even they had to pay the agents to go to these places. So there's financial records because you know that they're getting per diem. You know that they're getting food allowance and housing allowance and all of that.
1: And if you're looking at the Secret Service, when they go out of country, they tend to be not such good boys either.
0: No, they're not. And, they and that's get probably why they're keeping their mouth
1: shut. Because
0: they were involved. They
1: were involved with the underage stuff. Almost but, no doubt on yeah. that.
0: Speaking of our government and the agencies that decide whether to arrest and the agencies that decide whether to prosecute. So it's very interesting on who they'll go after, why they'll go after, who's protected, who's not protected, or what they ultimately did to kind of get pushed onto the outside because sometimes it seems like they were on the inside, so to speak. But our DOJ has been called in front of Congress to talk about whether or not anyone has been prosecuted for the protest out in front of the Supreme Court. Whether it was out directly in front of the Supreme Court or out in front of the justices' homes, the targeting of the justices, the fact that the addresses of the justices were leaked, nothing has been done about it. Even the leak of the the decision... um. That overturned Roe v. Wade even with the leak of that decision early on there's been no real look into prosecuting anyone who's been involved in any portion of that thus far they've still been allowed to protest they still you know it's a ticket a ticketable offense if they do decide to go after the people like for instance AOC and Ilhan Omar were out in front of the Supreme Court and they were quote-unquote arrested but fake really handcuffed. they were fake handcuffed but they received tickets and it was like a 50 dollar ticket something like that it's not a misdemeanor it's not you know they're not really jailing anyone they're not really going after they issued a ticket and you could fight the ticket or not but what is interesting is that the doj is still going after parents who go to school board meetings and still looking at them as if they are terrorists they still have the policy in place to treat them like they are terrorists so you cannot protest your school board without being looked at like a terrorist but you can hunt down our supreme court justices and get in their faces and try to you know push them out of public places you could have someone who was arrested for attempting to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. But the reality is the parents are the bad guy. And as long as you are doing what the people in power want you to do or in their line, you know, along their line of thinking, you're okay.
1: Well, the reality is, for some reason, the Democrats are way better at playing this game than the Republicans are.
0: Well, it would seem that they are in power both in front and behind the scenes.
1: Yes and even when the republicans are in power they're not in power
0: they're not really in power
1: nope it's
0: almost like all. they
1: just let them win every once in a while so they can take a break and refresh themselves and then go back and
0: well take then over. they they give a little false sense of what to fight for oh we've we are here to fight for you on this cuz if you're always winning you really have Do you have something to fight for? You got to have the the boogeyman, right? You got to have that false bad guy. Like the Supreme Court decision that sent, it did not overturn Roe v. Wade in the sense that abortions are still allowed. It turned it back over to the states by saying there was never a constitutional right to an abortion because it's not in the Constitution. The well, states have the rights. back And to state's that's
1: rights. probably a good thing because you can have 50 different decisions instead of just one. So then it becomes larger than what they thought was a constitutional right. Yes. That's why it's called states' rights.
0: But apparently we don't really recognize that states have rights.
1: Uh, dem, we dems don't. don't for sure.
0: <laughs> we, do, we misunderstand. We mislearned in school. But speaking of just kind of, uh, you say, you know, Dim's taking a break and stuff like that, but really the the left, the woke side, we need to be constantly in a rage. We need to be constantly having something to fight for. So if we're winning everything, we don't have anything to rage about. So I, I don't know. I, I, I've started to see that rage politics seems to be where we're at. We got to constantly stay angry.
1: Well, I think I'm getting uh, in the elder statesman of my life where I don't understand this woke thing whatsoever. It makes zero sense to me.
0: It falls under you'll always be wrong no matter what you say. No, I do agree. When Early on when someone was trying to explain to me that I was about to get woke, I'm like, I'm about to what? And they were going to educate me on a particular topic But we still didn't see eye to eye at the end of said conversation. So I guess I am just not woke or woke material. But talking about our politicians though. So we have the situation which we just explained. Which is whether or not we go after a politician for their wrongdoings. Whether or not their wrongdoing was bad enough or not bad enough. Because sometimes like... Okay, I get he's not technically a politician, but Nancy Pelosi's husband is arrested under DUI and you have, oh, hey, no big deal. Nobody cares. And it's like, no, we care. We care what he was doing. But then something like that will happen. Whether or not somebody cares is the question and whether or not they would be prosecuted for their wrongdoings. So... Hands down for me personally, I believe that everyone on the left and everyone on the right should be prosecuted if they are violating the law. If they are breaking the law, I don't care if you're on the left or the right, you should be prosecuted. But what happens when they only go after each other, almost like eliminating the competition, so we see them going after Donald Trump for January 6th, saying that he's a treasonous guy and he he caused this, even though there's text messages and other messages, Twitter messages, hey, this is not who we are, we don't do this. He didn't, you know, gather everyone up and say, okay, here's your sword, go fight. Nothing like that. But others, too. When We look and say, we're going to prosecute you, but we're not going to prosecute me for doing the same thing I just said we're going to prosecute you for. Insider trading. We go after Martha Stewart, but we don't go after Nancy Pelosi. And so what happens? Like, so the weird part of me says, then you shouldn't be able to prosecute anyone. If you're going to do the bad thing, but you're only going to go after the other person for doing the bad thing, you're really just eliminating your competition.
1: So you are correct. So the simple guy fix is, as I generally say, term limitations in D.C. And we need to change the amount of time that they can stay in office along with them term limits. Congressmen and women, two years, right?
0: Yes, at this point, the House of Representatives is two years, Senate is six, President is four. Okay. But President is termed out at two because FDR decided to go until he died.
1: So we need to do some amendments here House of Representatives, three years, U.S. Senate, seven years, President of the United States, Six years, one, 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 and done. There's too much money back there. There's too much corruption. And unless we can get them out, there's no way to fix it, especially when you have somebody, and I'm only going to throw her name out there and his name out there because of how long they've been in office. Nancy Pelosi, 99 years mitch mcconnell 101 years
0: okay not quite that many but yes i do get what you're saying i believe nancy pelosi was first elected in 1987 something around there the 80s and or maybe she was elected in 86 and then she was first sat in congress in 87 87 (laughs) wouldn't be a normal election year unless she was she won some you know what would be an
1: interesting piece of history to look up if that was about the time she came into play, that would have been about the time of the savings and loan debacle, where all the savings and loan institutions went broke and belly up. If her man
0: was involved in was some involved
1: of that. in any of that, and if he made money selling short, or if he lost money, or where he was at during that time in their political careers,
0: well, that would be interesting to look into.
1: But you have to knock these people out of office and you cannot allow them if if you want to lo- want to become a lobbyist in DC you cannot have been a former congressman or senator period you do one or the other you're not allowed to do both
0: it's like i kind of understand lobbying but maybe we should just eliminate all lobbying in general because it should be what's good for the entire united states so when we have a new rule if the feds want to do a rule change or a a law change and then an interpretation on the rules of the law how they're going to interpret something they have a public comment period and you can comment oh we're going to do a rule change on filing this form we're going to do a rule change on the fees or we're going to do these things so maybe what we need to do is say you can only do public comment you can only do comment on the rule changes that sort of thing or Just like you write into your congressman, everybody has the opportunity to send in an email or write a letter and that's it.
1: I agree. And if a simple folk were allowed to jump in there and help fix it, I bet you we could fix it a lot faster than they could. But But the swamp uh, would drain us. Yes, I would say before you know it, you would have every entity in D.C. coming after you.
0: So let's go and segue into some politics that have happened recently.
1: Politics?
0: I know we've been talking about elected officials, and that technically goes under politics. But Turning Point USA has issued a cease and desist letter to ABC News over over the defamatory statements made on The View. I'm not sure if you heard about this, but Turning Point USA is for younger individuals, and they have a meeting in which like all these young people get together and it's a a pretty big deal. And at this particular meeting that they had, it's not a Republican meeting, it's not a Democrat meeting, it is a meeting for Turning Point USA. They typically have chapters on college campuses and these young leaders get together and uh, lots of learning and things going on there. They had individuals who identified themselves as Nazis holding signs out in front of the Turning Point USA location where they were holding this conference. And the ladies of the View decided to claim that this was proof positive that they welcomed the Nazis and they were working with the Nazis and the Nazis were on their side and they also called it a Republican convention but it was not a Republican convention so they sent a notice saying hey we tried to get these guys to leave and because they were on public property our security couldn't have them leave so when you said that we welcomed them and they were there for us that was a lie and so then they issue an apology but it's like a half-hearted apology oh well you may have misunderstood I'm saying that you welcome them metaphorically speaking not in a physical sense where you welcome them into the building so what I meant you know was metaphorical that you your rhetoric has allowed them to think that they're welcome and they kept doing it so even when they would issue an apology they would do the backhanded and double down on what they said so there's um, a trending topic out there that Turning Point USA should sue over what happened at the Student Action Summit and how the view portrayed them.
1: I would sue them for as much as I possibly could. And I would imagine it was probably spearheaded here by Whoopi or Joy Behar. Both. Yes.
0: And then, so it was spearheaded by both Whoopi. She doubled down too. she was the one who said, oh, it was metaphorical and Joy Bayar, and then when they issued the actual apology, because they had to do it two times over, when they issued the apology, it wasn't Whoopi or Joy Bayar who said the apology. It was one of the other View hosts that didn't say what those two had said, so it wasn't even a real apology because it wasn't coming from the people that had communicated the false information. Oh, so
1: it was kind of like Whoopi's Jewish, non-Jewish... Apology, non-apology.
0: Yes, because she said that it wasn't a... Because Jewish individuals are also white, it wasn't a racial crime, and that the Holocaust wasn't about race. Therefore, somehow it was, I don't know, lesser of a crime. I'm not... Because it was white-on-white crime.
1: Partial justification for the white-on-white crime?
0: Yes, is what she gave. So, well, what's funny that you bring that up is because one of the things that was said by the host of the view specifically that they allowed the neo-nazis into the SAS event metaphorically embrace them and that the neo-nazis were in the mix of people and that they were complicit and affiliated with the the student action summit people and then um, when it was Miss Haynes, by the way, of The View, who reluctantly read the Turning Point USA statement that condemned their group of neo-Nazis and that had nothing to do with them, um, Whoopi Goldberg continued the false claims against Turning Point USA and asserted that they were still complicit with everything that was going on, and she made more Jewish, anti-Jewish comments during her whole
1: of course because she's missing something i don't know what it is
0: yeah i don't know what it is with her either i think she really is anti-semitic and she's trying to step around it but it's still so is she metaphorically
1: aligned with blm I think and she's organizations like aligned. that that actually destroy cities
0: I think she's actually aligned, not just metaphorically. I believe she is aligned with BLM and so is Joy Bayer. and they've they've gone on with the rhetoric that there was nothing, you know, the whole peaceful protest and they didn't do anything at all. But it's funny that you bring up BLM because there was a woman in Minnesota who had a neighbor. Um, fire gunshots into her kitchen while she was trying to cook for her children, make a meal for her children. And so he shoots into there and a hostage situation, no, not a hostage, sorry. The police end up getting called and in their view, apparently they decided to take this individual out after he barricaded himself. So he was killed by a sniper who shot into his apartment. So BLM came out in protest of the police actions against this individual who was black. And the mother and her children, they show up back at the apartment complex, and she actually got really upset because they were protesting for her attempted murderer or on his behalf. And so she said that, what if he would have killed my black children? Would you be out here protesting for them? And they said yes, but it would have taken, one, her children getting murdered because apparently getting shot at wasn't enough. They weren't out there for the children who were almost killed. They were out there for the man who tried to kill them. And so when they started to go fund me for the Killer's family, the attempted killer. Sorry, because he shot into the apartment. Luckily, they were not killed. Um, his GoFundMe outpaced the GoFundMe for the woman and children who had been shot at by this man.
1: Which means that these folks have some type of mental deficit, or they're very ill-educated as far as truth versus fact versus fiction.
0: Right, because apparently getting in a police standoff after you've attempted to murder your neighbor and the police deciding that this is the point that they are going to stop the situation and it, it did end in his death, that he is more valuable of a person for attempting to murder somebody than the people that he tried to kill.
1: And there is what happens, like we've talked several times, when there's no consequences for people's actions. When right and wrong is not cut and dried, black and white, clear as a bell, all those little metaphorical statements, we're a little upside down right now.
0: Yeah, we, we are absolutely upside down right now.
1: It's a saying I use all the time is right is wrong and wrong is right at present. I see we're sending more money to Ukraine, more weapons.
0: Yep, more money, more weapons. So just follow the money on that. I believe we've talked about it a few podcasts ago where the U.S. is sending part of their strategic stockpile of weapons, our military's weapons, over to Ukraine. So that just means the military will put in for more funding to reallocate to our troops. And in doing so, Whoever we order from is going to be the recipient because we just keep sending our stuff over and then order more so we can make sure that we have enough. So just look at who the military contracts with.
1: Unfortunately, we're for the Ukrainian people, the women and children. Absolutely. However, follow the money. There seems to be some weird stuff going on. And it's interesting that when this thing first kicked off, you could turn on television and there was multiple stations and programs about what was going on for weeks and weeks on end. Now you have to really hunt to find a new story about oh, Ukraine. All we're doing is
0: sending money. Where are we sending money to? Who are we sending it to?
1: Absolutely. Another $550 million in military aid. Yet I drive on my own street to work every day, and the road is so bouncy and bumpy we can't even afford to fix the roads in our own towns.
0: No, we can't. No, we absolutely can't. But you want to know what we can do? What can we do? Other than send money overseas, You can also negotiate for a convicted drug criminal from the United States who got convicted in Russia. To basketball player? A basketball player, Brittany Greiner. So she brought drugs, whether or not legal in the U.S. It was illegal. And I don't believe they can federally fly on planes. Call me crazy. I think there's a federal law against the transportation of the substance. But maybe I don't have that one correct anymore because we're, like, not prosecuting even if the law is there. Anyway, uh, it, it's always been illegal in Russia. It has never been legal in Russia. And she flew through Moscow and had drugs on her. So she was arrested. She was prosecuted. I guess there was hints that the US would do a trade deal from her, for her early on, so she started the guilty plea and negotiations early in, in the sent, not in the sentencing, early in the criminal prosecution. So she did plead guilty. And now there's talk that there is a notorious Russian terrorist who will be exchanged for Brittany Greiner. And so we want a, an arms dealer, Victor Bout, to be exchanged for someone who brought drugs into a country where it's illegal. And no offense to her, I'm sorry that this happened to her, but you got to look at where you're flying to and whether or not what you're doing is illegal. Even prescription drugs can be illegal in some countries. So that was one thing I was warned of even way back in the early 2000s. Was that I needed to make sure that any prescriptions that I was taking with me to Japan were lawful in Japan. And I'm guessing that a person who plays for the WNBA, who has traveled somewhat extensively, it appears, would be aware that there are certain things you can and cannot bring into a country.
1: Well, I believe that she played outside of the WNBA's season or their off season for a Russian team. So I'm sure she was fully vetted and fully aware of what the rules and regulations were. And she knew, however, some of these people that are sports stars, they get a little, is it narcissistic?
0: I don't know about narcissistic, but a little bit big in the head,
1: a little bit big in the head and think they're kind of above the law. And she's probably traveled before doing this through Russia. However, this time, because we're supplying Ukraine with weapons,
0: they were looking for a big
1: name star star to pass through there and do something illegal so they could use him or her as a bargaining chip. Because I don't know the individual's name, and I don't know what he's in a Russian prison for, but he's throwing his hands up going, hey, 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 don't forget about me. I was just sentenced to x for why? And it's far less serious than what she did, and you're not paying attention to me, US government.
0: Yeah, they're they're gonna do somebody who's well, and then she wrote the letter to the president, oh, please help me, blah 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 blah, published it publicly. And like you said, okay, what about the person who's not a WNBA star or you know, a high ranking individual to be worthy of being looked at, but he is a U.S. citizen and technically in the United States, we're all supposed to be equal. Equal under the law. Equal whether under you, the law. Whether you're a sports star or you're a politician, we're all supposed to be equal.
1: Well, the interesting thing is the NBA has a lot to do with China. So does the WNBA. So they should be the ones that are negotiating to bring their contractually obligated player back Back. home. Yeah. Not an exchange for a weapons dealer.
0: Right, and we don't like guns in the United States, and we're trying to ban them, and we're seeing all of these assault weapon ban requests, and yet we want to negotiate the release of a convicted arms dealer because we care about gun laws. Well,
1: yet Biden did learn that from... Barack Hussein Obama and Bo Bergdahl when we exchanged some
0: five terrorists was
1: terrorists it? for one
0: Deserter. dude
1: that deserted.
0: Yep. Yep. And he was held for five years and then, Oh, we'll prosecute him later. No, you released terrorists. So, and then they found them back out on the battlefield. Found, so. I
1: believe three of the five back on the battlefield.
0: So good for us. Absolutely. Do you know who else can get away with killing people? Oh, well, I guess we weren't talking about killing people. Do you know who can get away with killing people?
1: Pest control guys?
0: Senators. Oh, Kennedy? Well, Kennedy was one, but apparently even state senators can get away with murder because a Marine lost his wife and daughter in a crash involving a Democrat leader from Wisconsin Apparently, she had surgery on her eyes and then decided to drive and ultimately ended up in a fatal car accident while pulling out in front of the the wife and daughter while talking on her phone. And I guess so far they have not charged her with anything. They have not ticketed her with anything. They, they have just let her go at this point they're not saying that they're not necessarily going to charge her but at this point it appears that they aren't going to arrest her
1: interesting she should have already been arrested
0: it was janet bruley
1: charged and ready to go to trial
0: oh i guess my apology she was a wisconsin dim but the fatal collision happened in pennsylvania so i guess maybe they have some sort of recyclability reciprocal agreement with different states not to charge politicians.
1: I wouldn't doubt it.
0: So one thing we don't have here in California, or we at least don't have a whole lot of is water.
1: Or smart people up at the state house in Sacramento.
0: Or smart people. So we don't have a lot of water. We're seeing ourselves in very dry conditions and it's allowed for several fires that have been burning here in California So the one that's in Mariposa, which is closest to Yosemite, that one, the containment is happening, but it's still not 100% contained.
1: Do we know how that one started?
0: At this time, I am not certain. I, I have not heard how it started, but if it is out there, I will find it and get it to our listeners. So we have... We have a water crisis. We have a fire crisis. Unfortunately, it seems like we're always in some sort of a, a crisis state. Um, but one thing I was thinking about with our drought issues and our water issues is why do we still allow bottled water companies to bottle water inside of California? Good
1: question. You know what else we allow? water companies to do in california is sell reverse osmosis machines and i believe that those take two for one yeah about a gallon and a half to two gallons per gallon produced in waste
0: yes so think about that we have reverse osmosis we have bottled water companies who sell to multiple states millions of bottles of water at least millions and but you can't water your lawn oh by the way another thing that we allow to have to happen is we allow new pools to be put in
1: no water though you can just put the pool in yeah, and then use it as a skate park
0: <laughs> yeah but we put pools in and i don't begrudge the pool company i love a, a good pool myself i love uh swimming around absolutely fun um floating on a float But we have a water problem, and yet we still allow commercial companies to install pools. We still allow commercial companies to water golf courses. We still allow commercial companies to bottle water and sell it. Like, over and over. I know I'm just repeating myself at this point. So, who's the one that pays the price?
1: The commoners.
0: The commoners.
1: So, here's something from a commoner. Simple guy. I know I've said this before about desalinization plants. I'm going to go on record today. The fix is, well, the fix is in, but the fix is, if we have global warming or climate change and the polar caps are melting and the seas are rising, we need a math guy or gal to see how much water, seawater, we need to desalinate to counterbalance the rise of the seas. Because the entire west coast of California, Oregon, and Washington, is along the Pacific Ocean. Plenty of water. Start making drinking and ag water out of it. Start now. Get these plants up. Let's build them. They will come. Let's go.
0: So while we're busy having not enough water and looking at desalinization plants, there are storms that are hitting Kentucky, and unfortunately dozens of individuals have died in the flooding that has happened and it looks like Kentucky's about to get hit by more storms more flooding more you know possible destruction and hurt and it's just is this climate change is this something that doesn't normally happen in Kentucky that it's just a shock that they're flooding This time of year, while California can't seem to get enough water, have we shifted our climate over where the water that we should have had here is going over to other states?
1: They're having some pretty high winds, too. It's very sad, very unfortunate, because there's quite a few children in that mix that have died as well. And being a grandparent and a parent, it's pretty heartbreaking to see that. I don't know. Maybe that's a fix. You know, If they always have excess water, maybe we should put a pipe in all the way across the u.s and and pipe
0: it this way help
1: pipe some of that water this way to alleviate some of their flooding and infrastructure problems but you know what california is a drought state it always is it always has been it's a desert state a majority of the state until we put in the irrigation and the waterway systems was very dry very desolate
0: so it's not a shock when we don't have a whole lot of water?
1: It should not be a shock that we don't have a whole lot of water. Arizona, New Mexico areas, what do they call those down there when it rains?
0: The monsoon.
1: Monsoons, and they generally rain like a month or less the entire year, something like that. Well, you can't then turn around and say, oh, my God, we're in a drought 10 months out of the year when historically that's it- how your system works. And when you allow hundreds of thousands to come from other countries and from you know, other areas and you're trying to irrigate, feed, and water them, the two don't balance out or work out.
0: That is true. That is true. Speaking of people coming from all over, so not just to California, but across the United States, at our southern border right now, the Department of Homeland Security head Alejandro Mayorkas says there's not a problem, according to CBP and many other officials there is a problem with the sheer amount of people that have come across the border so much so the local towns cannot handle the help that is needed for each person to get on their feet that's being allowed to stay in the United States so one thing that is happening and one thing that has happened for years is they bus them all over the United States they send them on airplanes all over the United States so that way a few communities are not overwhelmed by the sheer volume of people because they they just can't handle it. All of the nonprofits trying to give diapers to the babies that are being brought across, there's just not enough. So many of the left-leaning politicians, governors, mayors alike, have said that we need to allow more people in, where's your humanity, they need to be allowed to come. And some have even said they want open borders as well. Well, one individual who's left-leaning, the D.C. mayor, has asked for the National Guard to be brought in to deal with the migrant crisis that is happening in and around D.C. because she said that too many people are being brought into D.C. So she wants the National Guard to come in, would that be out. the
1: ones that the Texas governor sent to her.
0: I believe the Texas governor sent individuals to all of the of the states that have claimed that they are welcoming to said migrants, making honest people out of them. That's nice. So yeah, the D.C.'s mayor call for for National Guard to be activated wasn't well received, but she's describing it as a humanitarian crisis which is really interesting because Alejandro Mayorkas has said there's not a problem at our southern border. So how could too many people be brought in to different areas if there's not a problem?
1: Well, apparently Mayorkas does not know how to watch video on TV to see all the hundreds of thousands lined up at the borders and coming across.
0: Yeah. No, apparently he hasn't watched videos, but Mayor Eric Adams has also sounded the alarm because, to go with what you said... Uh, It wasn't just Texas to lay blame. Apparently, Arizona is being blamed for sending migrants as well, even though Arizona has denied sending migrants to New York City. So
1: Basically, D.C. is getting a little taste of their own medicine.
0: And so is New York City, and they apparently don't like it. It's just kind of funny. If you don't have a problem, there shouldn't be a problem. That's right. But you're fine with it as long as it's everybody else's problem.
1: Everybody else but you. Hey, that's Nancy's philosophy.
0: Everybody else but you?
1: Everybody else but you. Everybody else in D.C. makes money but you.
0: (laughs) No, I make money. You don't make money. That's right. Okay, so let's talk about the military and something that I recently read about, which was with the record heat that has been going on in some locations There are specifically made uniforms to help service members cool off better and to be able to, if they need to, sweat and they have absorbent uniforms. And there's just certain types of uniforms that are better for some environments over others. For instance, you wouldn't want to wear a full dress uniform if you're in the middle of the desert. Probably not the best uniform to wear. But... Apparently, the company that the U.S. military, Army and Air Force, has contracted with for female uniforms, there's some sort of a dispute, so they're not making the female uniforms, specifically the pants for the full uniforms. So women have been left SOL in hot weather because they can't get the uniform they need to be weather-appropriate. So what some have had to do is they've actually purchased male uniforms, but then had to not only pay to purchase, but pay to have them tailored to look like female uniforms. So women, in order to be able to wear the correct uniform, have had to pay a big fee for, for that because of this dispute. Because there is only one contracted maker of female Uniform, Uniform. this type of uniform, only one contracted maker, whereas for men, there's multiple contracted makers. So right now we are literally melting women and not leaving them without appropriate clothes.
1: Women don't stand a chance anymore, do they?
0: They really don't. And it's funny that it's women because we're allowed to say women, but sometimes we're not allowed to say women.
1: Men play women in water sports?
0: Yeah and I'll, so if you only have to self-identify and the military is allowing people to be more open i wonder if these women could have just said i'm in give me new uniforms give me and new then uniforms i'll that's... be a man until you can give me women's uniforms and then i'll be fine again that's
1: what i was thinking
0: okay so let's go and dive into a couple things that have happened here in california a person a couple actually went and parked in a parking spot that they've used many times before over the years. They said it's one of their favorite spots because it's close to the place that they like to go to. So they've parked at this spot, many again, many times over the years. Well, this time they come back to a ticket on their car saying that they were parked in a red zone. So they were issued a ticket for the red zone. And it turned out that while, while they were parked there, the curb was painted red, and the person who was driving turned their tires uh, towards the curb, so the paint job actually had a little divot where the tire was. So you could tell that it was freshly painted because the tire matched up perfectly to where it wasn't painted on the curb. So they took pictures and said, "You're you're in violation of the parking in a red zone," and they're like, "You just painted." And the response from San Francisco was that, oh, it was always supposed to be red. Therefore, you're in violation <laughs> of parking in a red zone.
1: This is somebody else that has a mental issue.
0: Yeah, so apparently um, the news organization that was following up on the story went back to Google Earth, and, or the Street View, and started going back in history for the number of times that that spot was passed. And they said over the years, you can't tell that it's ever been red while the the Google people had been driving by and taking photographs, that it was so faded, if it was red, it was so faded, you could not tell that it was a red zone.
1: Wasn't there an issue in the Bay Area with the family parking in their own driveway?
0: Same thing, where they get a notice after decades of parking in their own driveway that per some law in San Francisco, you can't park in your own driveway. So they were issued a notice to not park in their driveway. And ultimately, they did end up winning, I guess. The city decided to grandfather them in, but it was only after the news story went national and they had pictures that they had been parking there for years. But yeah, that's San Francisco for you. Paint your curb red while you're parked somewhere, tell you you can't park in your own driveway, or for instance, if you own a restaurant and people keep tagging your restaurant, the city will fine you for people tagging your restaurant and you not keeping up on the continual fixing process. But they won't stop the taggers from tagging your building.
1: Well, it's because we have a zero bail and we don't arrest criminals and prosecute them.
0: No, we don't. Or or if we do arrest criminals and we do prosecute them, we just let them go. So there was an individual, California individual, convicted of murder. He had a 50-year sentence. He was released after six years. And he's been arrested again on a gun and DUI charges after a car chase. It turns out that the gang member who was convicted of murdering someone was let out of prison early because of the district attorney there in Los Angeles, Gascon, he decided uh, not to pursue having this individual moved from the juvenile detention facility, which you can stay at up until the age of 25, into an adult facility. So Gascon declined to present any evidence at a hearing to determine whether or not this individual who was aging out should remain in the system, and that has led to the individual committing more crimes.
1: And that's just the one he got caught for. Yes, we because... We have no idea what he's been doing since he's been out.
0: Yeah, I mean, he... Murder, sentenced to 50 years, and he do six. Could you... I, I don't want to say, could you imagine, because I can't imagine it. It did happen, and this is California, and this gang member also had a gun, which he ditched during... The Chase.
1: Which he didn't buy legally.
0: Right. And so it seems like we just like to let people go. He was 17 when he used a gun to murder another individual. I understand he was a minor, but still six years for murder is not fitting. But thank you, Gascon. Let's not do anything about it.
1: I wonder if they're still in the process of their recall. Of this guy.
0: I'm sure they'll find fault with any signatures or anything going on and probably still let him out anyway, or let him keep working anyway. Yeah, they
1: get the signatures null and voided on some of the paperwork. So did you hear about this young lady that uh, disappeared in Texas?
0: So I did. She apparently walked out of the house without just about anything on her, just her keys, supposedly going to work, and then she was found... Two weeks later, in a parking lot, in the front seat, dead. In the
1: passenger seat, dead.
0: front passenger seat, dead.
1: And as of right now, there's no sign of any foul play. So they're doing further toxicology tests to see if maybe she committed suicide.
0: So she got out of the driver's seat, went somewhere, got in her passenger seat, and committed suicide.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because her mom did finally tell Fox News at one point in time she disappeared for like a week. And she ended up coming back, and she never reported that during this incident here.
0: Oh, okay. So there were other issues going on.
1: Yes, I just feel sorry for her two kids. I do too. So now they'll grow up with not a, without a mom, and whether you think they can make it through life without some type of trauma,
0: yeah, they will not. They, they will, have will not.
1: They will have trauma.
0: So. Sticking to Texas, I'm not sure if you heard, but at Dallas Love Field Airport, a woman decided to start shooting inside the airport. So the individual, her name was Portia Adifua. Sorry if I butchered her last name. Say that three times fast. Yes. So apparently she was dropped off at the airport entered the terminal, went to the women's restroom, came out, went over to the ticket counter, and fired her weapon several times. And during, a police officer was nearby, exchanged shots, and this individual was shot in the lower extremities. And apparently, she has a criminal history, and... They started looking into exactly, you know, who she was and how she got there. So she has a lengthy criminal history at that. And she claimed at one point to be the rapper or singer Chris Brown's wife. So apparently she also has mental health issues. So she has faced charges That included arson, robbery, criminal trespassing, and false reporting in cities across North Texas. So it wasn't just one particular crime. And in many of the incidents, the judges deemed her incompetent to stand trial. And then she was put in either inpatient or outpatient care. Cases were ultimately dismissed. And then another situation would arise, which ultimately led to apparently bringing a gun and shooting uh, at a ticketing counter. And she, it was not the first time she's pulled a gun on someone. Apparently she also did it to a hotel front desk clerk in April of 2021. So all of that to say this long story to say that we don't address mental health issues here either. And so that we say, oh, you can have some inpatient care, or outpatient care, At some point, she was just let go, and then she would be back in whatever mental health space that causes her to commit these actions against society over and over again. So she should have been locked up for a long time. Yes. So how does a person with mental health issues, and apparently homeless at some points, incarcerated to a degree at some points, maybe not convicted criminal, but incarcerated to a degree or seeking inpatient care, how do they get a gun twice because she pulled a gun in 2021. She pulled a gun just here recently at Dallas left field. So we're not talking about legal arms. And if those were legally obtained, we definitely have a problem.
1: Yes, we definitely have an issue if those were obtained legally, for sure. Did you hear about the airplane that the um, first officer jumped out of?
0: I did. So two pilots go up. One pilot comes down.
1: One does an emergency landing. Yeah. It uh, weird.
0: And it, it just literally popped a canopy and jumped out. About and 20
1: miles from the field.
0: That's Yes, I heard yeah. about that. And there's going to be some crazy story that ends up coming out.
1: Yeah, apparently he uh, didn't want to go down with the plane. It was there was an some emergency, some kind of mechanical issue, or landing gear issue, or something.
0: They already had a landing gear issue, but he jumped out without a parachute. So, which one would have been worse? One, you die, like definitely die, which unfortunately he did. Or two, may or may not.
1: You ride that airplane down to the ground.
0: Right. So it just doesn't make sense.
1: Well, the flight attorney offered his perspective. Saying this is, this is one of the strangest aviation events that he has ever observed in forty years of his piloting experience.
0: I would have to agree. I know I only read the details that have been released publicly, but I would have to agree that it it sounds weird. Like just, uh, ah, I'm gonna pop the canopy and jump out.
1: Well maybe he was climbing out to go underneath and see if he could fix the gear. Oh,
0: and he just fell. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, you, hey, people yeah. do stupid things. You never know. I understand he had, you know, he was a pilot, but people do stupid things. Maybe he thought he could peer over and see it if it was really, if it was a false if warning they were light or in, something. Locked
1: down or not, where there was all three gear down. Possibly, I guess. Maybe that's why they're not sure if he jumped or fell.
0: And I guess it'll take more talking to the co-pilot, and but so the. I'm wondering if he, did he radio not only his emergency, which apparently they knew about because they said that the plane was given emergency authorization to land, but he had declared an emergency. Did he declare that his co-pilot was out the window? Uh,
1: That he had bailed? (laughs) That's just
0: weird. And for listeners who don't know, the little planes don't have little black box voice recorders and things like that, so it's... Unlikely that they're going to get some sort of voice recording. Just oh, has so to you're be the
1: other pilot that is in the know.
0: So apparently, Joe Manchin. We're going to jump back to federal federal level stuff yeah, he's here. He's going to
1: put in his two cents.
0: Joe Manchin has gotten whatever he wants to see in this latest bill because now he's on board with passing a bill that would increase the strength of the solar energy, even though where he's from, it's, uh, what do you want to say? More natural products? (laughs) More natural industries? I know coal isn't exactly the cleanest. I'm not calling it a clean industry per se. I know they've tried to clean it up over the years. But, He's apparently now on board with the solar industry and giving subsidies so we can increase production here in the United States because essentially we're going to do what China has done for the overseas Chinese manufacturers, which is subsidized to get them bigger and have a bigger stake across you know, multiple locations and platforms. I'm just wondering how his pocket was lined in the deal. I mean, his people want coal and coal industry. Is there someone there in West Virginia who's got an inside track to a contract on solar?
1: Well, it's interesting that there was a nonpartisan analysis of this bill. And it will raise taxes on the middle class. But the senator says he disagrees or he'll agree to disagree that it will not raise taxes. Well, he's a senator. I don't know if he's an accountant. I don't know if he looked at seriously looked at the bill. Or you're right, he just jumped in bed with another corporation that he's gonna get something at the tail end of his career or a lobbying job worth millions. Cause why would you not want to go with the industry that protects your constituents?
0: Right. And I I'm not saying that we should be one hundred percent coal of the future and everything we're gonna do is coal, but when I think of senators representing, I think of them representing their people. When I think of in the House, too, that they're supposed to represent their constituents. I just don't see it. Maybe there's something beyond me that I'm not seeing that somehow this does represent his constituents.
1: Well, you know what? They always go in and say, oh, well, we're going to fix this. Even though over the last 50 years we created this problem. How long has there been solar panels?
0: I don't know when the first solar panel was Yeah, about 40 years. 40 years, okay.
1: Okay. So that means we've had 40 years to set up plants to produce our own panels. And guess what? We had a populist president just two years ago who was starting to integrate, bring companies back into America. And that's how a veteran-owned solar panel company started in Texas. And... I believe I had read an article that other entities have gone out of their way to try to help break them so they can't stay in business. Well, where was Manchin when this veteran-run company was getting fired up?
0: Right. We care about certain U.S.-run companies when we say that they're okay, when we decide that we want to care.
1: Well, that's the thing. They're picking winners and losers.
0: Yep. So the winner that they just picked apparently is a company out of Georgia As one of them. I'm not sure about all of them. But, so what is this winner doing? How do, how do they get to be the winner?
1: Right. And just like, uh, see, what was the name of the company that Mr. Baraki about? Solyndra. Solyndra. Yeah. Guess what? Billions or hundreds of millions in subsidies and they're gone.
0: Right. We invested in several green projects to the tune of multi-millions.
1: As we do. Every election cycle. Nine figures. Is everybody seeing a pattern here?
0: Right. They took hundreds of millions of dollars knowing that they were going. They were not going to re-solidify their market share.
1: Shovel-ready jobs.
0: Yep. Maybe shovel-ready and burying a hatchet. They're on the good side now.
1: I don't know what's wrong with these people. Well, there's nothing wrong with them. They know exactly what they're doing.
0: Yeah. They they do know what they're doing.
1: They've broken the will of the American people and they're leading us along with a little carrot and a stick.
0: Right. Well, you know, come October, you'll get your $350 check from the governor for our, our high gas prices. my maybe, gas check? Giving us our money back. So, and then people say, oh, he gave me $350 and even... You know, Biden said that recently in one of his little Q&As. Oh, well, I gave people thousands of dollars in their pockets, so they should like me. I am paraphrasing that. So it me, was like that 2400
1: bucks. Well, it like was?
0: That. Well, it was per person. You got a little bit per person. So depending on how big your family was, you could have gotten a bigger amount.
1: And in one year, all of that has been paid back. In the form of higher food prices, higher gas prices, higher mortgage payments. That's another thing, mortgage payments. Let's get into that for a second. Okay. So when you live in a house and you don't intend on moving or you're still in said house, a municipality should not be allowed or a county to come in and reassess your house and raise your property taxes. What you agreed to pay back to the lender if you take a note out on the home should be what the house is valued at until you sell it.
0: I can agree with that because most people have, as they get older, a more fixed budget. So as you're getting closer to the end of that, usually a 30-year loan for most people depending on if you remortgaged or not. But as you're getting closer to the end of the mortgage, while you may not have a mortgage payment, that payment shouldn't then turn into taxes to the government.
1: And I always have that rub with automobiles, okay? I do not need to pay, since I live in California, Sacramento, a registration fee every year to tell me that I own and am driving a car that I paid for with my own hard-earned money I paid sales tax on it and they want me to tell them every year through a payment that I still own the car. When you should pay that additional fee registration is when you decide to sell that vehicle. When you sell it, then the next owner pays their registration fee, just the name in itself. Registration. I'm registering it to tell you
0: I am me, this is my name, this is where I live, I own this it. is where the car is, yes. and I either own it or I have, I owe somebody for it, because sometimes that's right. well, on that document own too. or you, yes. And no, that does make a lot of sense, so you tell them, I, I own it, why do you have to keep saying, yep, I still own it, yep, I still own it, yep, I still own it, uh-huh, I still own it. Every single year, you have to t- pay them money for them to do nothing except for you to say, yep, I still own it.
1: Well, and that? fee that I don't like to pay used to depreciate annually over time as the vehicle aged and starts to become a piece of junk but now some rocket scientist up there in his infinite wisdom said "Nah, that's not good enough we're gonna make that fee go the other direction
0: constantly up because we're doing more for you somehow for you to tell us you still have the vehicle and it hasn't changed
1: boo-hoo so are not lotto winnings then on the same level because is that money in the pot not post-tax money? If you go buy a lotto ticket that you take a dollar in cash and pay for it, you have already paid tax, federal and state, on that dollar. So then They
0: just got to keep taking a piece of the pie. But that's how our round money works, right? It just goes around and they take a piece.
1: That's why it's called a J-O-B
0: journey of the broke. This has been a podcast produced and edited by the Dirt Sailor Duo. Mark and Shannon are a father-daughter team who both served in the United States Navy. This production is protected by copyright laws. Until next time, anchors away.